Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Welcome to the August episode of the Delicious Podcast with me, Jilly Smith. This month, we're in holiday mood with a gastro boat trip down the Thames and a mystery festival experience. We're behind the scenes of the Delicious Produce Awards and we're shouting about our favourite sustainable restaurants in the Food Made Good People's Awards. But first, editor of Delicious Magazine, Karen Barnes, tells us what's in the August issue. Yes, it's all about the summer. Uh, it has to be, doesn't it? The sun's shining today as I talk to you and it's been good and warm so far and I just, I want to capture that in every page of an August issue. For me, it's the, the desire to go outside, throw open the doors, eat outside, eat in the garden and so with that in mind we've got a wonderful menu from Provence which the Lucky Food team created uh, a little while ago, going to the markets buying food in Provence I wanted that gig but obviously I didn't get it <laughs> and then they came back and created recipes using the, the simple produce that they bought, produce at its best um, and we have an Italian menu from Eleonora Galasso, we've got burgers that you're just itching to throw on the barbie a meaty one, a spiced fishy one a halloumi and avocado one so there's something for everybody there um, and a very important feature uh, is with Martha Collison, who is, uh, was one of the Bake Off stars. She was the youngest ever Bake Off star a few years ago. And she has a, a new book coming out which has fantastic baking recipes in it. And we have formed that into a feature all about how to throw the ideal afternoon tea. But it's got something with a focus because we're encouraging people to invite friends around, throw a tea with a purpose, uh, invite people to make a donation to Breast Cancer Care, which is one of the two charities, along with Action Against Hunger, that Delicious is committed to supporting. And Breast Cancer Care is a charity that supports both people who are sufferers, but also people's families, uh, and it's vital. And it's it, it does so much important work. Um, so there's the inspiration for that along with the recipes to serve alongside and it doesn't matter how much people donate it could be £5, it could be £500 it's every little makes a difference um, those things are important but also we have a really interesting feature it's a great one it's all about the health scares that you find in headlines in newspapers and it's a bit of a bugbear of mine I have to say because you know you could essentially we 
I don't know if you agree, but it feels at times as if there's nothing left to eat that isn't going to have us in an early grave. Do you think? Absolutely. So it, this is taking the scientific approach and actually looking at the evidence behind those health scares and actually realising that often it's quite misleading and we don't need to worry. And what better summary message to have than that? Eat and be merry. Eat in moderation and be merry, but make sure the food you eat is darn good. Now, Joe Allen is moving home. That might not be front page news to you, but for Covent Garden's thespian community, this is big. I popped in to meet the owners, Tim Healy and Lawrence Hartley, to find out about the legendary theatre restaurant. My father used to take me here, and um, and that's where we started our love affair with Joe Allen. So we were introduced at a young age, you know, before the theatre, Christmas treat. Um, and so, you know, fast forward 40 years, and it all made sense to us. Uh, to, to, to get involved. And when I say legendary, you come here after the theatre and you come here not necessarily because of the food, but because of the buzz, don't you? Yeah. How do you keep that buzz going? And where did that buzz come from in the first place? Originally, when it was set up, it was set up uh, in Covent Garden without... You know, there wasn't much competition at the time. And so, you know, there was a, there needed a place to be for actors and actresses you know from all the local theatres and that's how it's set up and I think you know as soon as you introduce you know actors and actresses into any venue you're going to create a buzz uh, and then with that comes all those you know massive VIPs and A-listers that you know will create that buzz I mean yeah, it wasn't about the food it was about the buzz and it was about the kind of speakeasy nature of the place. Part of the secret of Joanne's success is the discretion of the staff. But Tim and Lawrence allowed me the tiniest glimpse behind the scenes. I won't name the editor of a very famous, or was the editor of a very famous um, uh, broadsheet. And uh, they'd gone to a Tarts and Vickers party uh, and uh, uh, hated it and uh, jacked out of it and found themselves at Joe Allen um, in a fur coat and not much else because of the theme of the party. And it was midsummer, boiling hot, and this person, the editor, could not survive in this heat. Uh, and, and, and this actually is a testament to the service at Joe Allen's and, and, and the great, you know, the timing of the waiters in it. And, um, so the manager of the time sort of went down, got an extra large T-shirt and a belt, and, and this person could actually go in to the ladies, come out, and look like she's wearing a little jupe or whatever you'd call it <laughs> with a belt, and managed to get rid of that fur coat. But it's those kind of lovely stories that, that, that you have a giant sort of thing. Yeah, I, I have one actually like Stephen Fry. Apparently he put his hand up. and He was talking to his guest. I don't know who was on the table, and he said that... Uh, he said, do you know what the waiter's name is? It doesn't matter. Just put your hand up and just call everyone. Just say, darling. <laughs> Because they're all used to the actors and actresses, and they know that. So just call them darling, and you'll get you'll get someone. How does the selfie culture stay at the door? It's it, everyone knows. Everyone knows this is how you conduct yourself with a star, with a celebrity, with somebody who's playing, you know, in all the varieties of theatres, on shows, all of that stuff. Is that is how it should be? To keep the stars here, yeah. they have to let them enjoy the environment yeah, yeah, themselves. Yeah. As soon as you start crossing that boundary, or, you know, then then you're in trouble. And it's nice to sit down next to Colin Firth or Derek Jacobi or James McAvoy or whoever it be, you know, and, and feel a bit like, oh, you know, oh, he's having. A hamburger too. He knew it wasn't on the menu either. And Joe Allen's can now be found just around the corner at 2 Burley Street in Covent Garden. Coming up, a real treat for craft beer fans, but first we're off to Cornwall's newest food destination, the historic Star and Garter pub in Falmouth. 
where husband and wife team Elliot and Becca have created a wraparound food experience for a changing tourist and local crowd. But perhaps more importantly for Falmouth, it's supporting a growing local artisan scene. I think that Falmouth is changing as a place and it is quite cosmopolitan as well. You know, we do have all sorts of characters that are coming through now. And from when I was 20 years old and working in a kitchen, it was you know nowhere near as busy. Well, well it's as a different a... kind of busy now. It's yeah. a very different kind of... You've got a lot more... Because I grew up here, so you've got a lot more influences now from the students, people moving down from London. There's lots more independent shops. And that creates a, a demand for a, a better type of food. Tell, mm. tell me about the food here. We designed this kind of idea that we were going to take food, kind of like do something that extra mile where we really wanted to bring... Um, a sort of cert- certain level of consciousness to what we were do what we were doing, um, meaning locally sourcing, yeah, making people sourcing, aware of I think where that, it comes that, from. That, that's a kind of a, almost like a term that an awful lot of places use now. I mean, we wanted to go a bit further back in time to maybe a place you know where the Victorians would you know use every single little piece if there was a rendered down bit of fat you know from the from the pig or the you know that that was going somewhere else or um you know so nothing is discarded we, we've even like if we've got duck skin we roast that up and we blend it and blend it in with salt and we just put that on the uh, on the chip so you really wanted a butchery room i think that's where it, it kind of all started so we're the only place around which has our own in-house butchery room as well and it all yeah, so the nose to tail philosophy came from there as well but it also allows us all to be creative with what we're doing because it does mean that things are limited as well so everything changes so every single day you've got a new fresh you know product on and it keeps those guys down in the kitchen it drives that kind of enthusiasm um, and that I think is why we are completely different and have a different understanding in the kitchen which is kind of based on fun you live above the shop we do yeah. you do and you've created this beautiful flat um, where people can stay it sleeps too and it looks out over the beautiful Falmouth Harbour it's not just the food here is it the whole vision of the place I, I mean we've, we've from the onset I mean it's you know we've already got programs going on with 15 in, in Newquay with um, uh, an exchange program uh, for work experience and students coming from over there. But also now that we've got these rooms, we're um, we're, we're trying to you know set up a, a place where people can come and and uh, maybe do a pasta making course or come out foraging or um, or, or fishing at our our new our new appointed uh, mooring literally 20 yards from our uh, from the from the side of the pub here so yeah it's a full foodie experience that you get here you stay in absolute luxury but you get to go out and catch the food i think i, I mean our, our our plan here is just to to try and create that um level of kind of understated um luxury there's nothing elite about um uh, uh what we're trying to trying to do we're just trying to uh, give people um, a lovely, a lovely time and a lovely experience. Yeah. Now we're in the middle of festival season, and if you were at Lovebox last month, you might have been lured into a mysterious drinking experience in a crate called the Secret Bar. I followed a man I'd never met into the dark with six strangers to find out what was inside. I have no idea at this point what, what we're doing. We're going into. Right, uh, come on in, mind step and head down to the end of the corridor, please. 
secret. One, two, three. We're being herded down into a. It's like Willy Wonka's corridor, isn't it? And nobody has any idea what we're doing. It's completely black now. Oh, so I should have asked, was anyone scared of the dark? Bang on that panel down there, hopefully we'll find a. Oh, hang on. I'd be glad to know there's a glass awaiting you. If you'd like to take a seat in front of a glass. As we took our places at the bar, Beer sommelier Ed Hughes was keen to get to know us. Right, favourite film, please. Um, we snatch. Excellent. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Excellent. Star Wars. Excellent. This one. Cool. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Excellent. Uh, Lost in Translation. Brilliant. Matrix. Nice. Princess Bride. Ed Hughes explained what he was trying to do. As a nation, we've got a lot of really enthusiastic drinkers, but the brewing industry's done quite a poor job of talking to people about beer. So we hold wine and spirits on a pedestal and we look at beer as a, as a, as a slight consumable. But in the wine world, you're told what to smell and what to taste and what a good wine is. I completely disagree with that because physiologically we all have different palates. We all have hypersensitivities to different compounds. Um, it's a different stroke for different folk, ultimately. So we're lifting this so hatch. So if you lift the hatch... Thank you. And, and underneath bring the slates two, out, three little like tasting spoons with something delicious on them. I can see chocolate. Oh, thank you. Could be a mini scotch egg. Within ten minutes, the six strangers were gathering confidence. It's definitely a tang at the end. Yeah, yeah. More, more bitter. Yeah. So it's slightly more full-on, slightly richer. So we're going with uh, a richer dish with this one. It's got about... Again, to me, another nutty kind of taste. Mm-hmm. Again, another more punch. Yeah. That's my guess. I think that's sharp sea fury. Nice. Good guess. It's not right, though. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> is that the six vintage blend? It is the six vintage blend, yes. So this is a beer with delusions of grandeur. I get bla- molasses. Life is about experiences, and we share it over food and drink, and I want people to talk about stories, and we want people to talk about stories when they leave the box. Nick White is Sharps Brewery's event manager, and the secret bar was his brainchild. I started working for the brewery about four years ago, and on my very first day, I was sat down and given 12 beers to taste by the lovely Ed Hughes, who you've just met. I'd always drunk beer in the pub and sort of enjoyed it as part of my social occasion, but I'd never really kind of thought about it um, as really a celebration of flavour and all the work that had gone into making beer. Um, And it occurred to me that there was a way of maybe bottling what Ed does for me in the brewery on that one day and taking it out to people so that people could start to feel more comfortable drinking beer in all occasions. Um, Have the revelations around beer and food and how beer has so such flexibility to match with with foods um, and also perhaps start to give beer a bit of the reverence we do like wine and spirits etc so um yeah this was my sort of version of it so i decided to box ed up and take him around the country and deliver this um this experience for people and you can try the secret bar at big festival in oxford from august the 25th to the 27th if a more solitary experience is your idea of a summer break try messing about on the river my husband jed and i summoned up the spirit of Timothy West and Prunella Scales as we set off on a gastro tour of the Thames. The deal, he drove the boat, while I sipped a little cocktail and chose between the fabulous restaurants on the banks stretching from Benson to Marlow. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. As I worked out how long it would take to get to George Clooney's favourite restaurant, the French Horn in Sonning, or whether to stop for a picnic in Basildon, where Downton Abbey was filmed, I wondered if anyone else on the river considered this a Castro tour, or if it was just me. Good morning. Have you found any good food upstream? Uh, Apart from the fishing? As I jumped off to negotiate one of the many locks, I met an old sea dog. He'd been boating all his life. You found anywhere good to eat? Oh, yes, we got fit all up. We, we, we got a oh, freezer. You cook your own? Yes, well, look, hold on. I've just got to open this case now, haven't it? Yeah, that one. You better get back on. Yeah. Oh, crikey, okay. yeah. I'd better go. <laughs> but as the morning slipped into afternoon, we settled on Goring's The Miller of Mansfield for dinner that evening and put down the maps, phones, and busy brains to let the river work its magic. It's very calming, though, isn't it? Beyond beautiful, the gentle hum of the engine, the water, the birds. We've been watching red kites fly over us. We've been seeing the crested grebe on the water. But you do get a completely different vista, don't you? Completely, because you don't have the rush. The whole thing, there's another grebe over there. Mm. The whole thing conspires to make you go slowly. Mm. The boat's not capable of going fast, and so you just have to go slow, and therefore everything you do is slow and the next lock is two hours up the river. And then it was on to explore the signature menu at the Miller of Mansfield, with wines paired with each tiny, beautiful course. Afterwards, we met Nick Gaylor, who came from the kitchens at the Fat Duck and opened the crown at Bray and has taken over this coaching in with his wife, Mary. I asked Nick what he was trying to achieve with that signature menu. We wanted to call it signature and not tasting menu because tasting menu kind of evokes these kind of slightly old-fashioned fine dining places that are maybe maybe not quite as popular now kind of more comfortable dining is a bit more popular now and but we wanted people to know that they were getting something that we thought about quite carefully but also that we not thought about until the point when you were going to come to us as in this your menu wasn't planned a week ago no one else is, is particularly getting that particularly today thinking about what's happening with the weather how do you feel what do you want to eat you know what's comfortable for you to eat we're on holiday and we're looking for an evening of entertainment and 
you know, we've had nine courses, each of them looking extraordinarily beautiful. I mean, Instagram-worthy. I've been doing my bit on the Instagram. Uh, I'll post later. It's, it's interesting, and it has entertained us for two and a half hours. It's a whole evening's sure. worth of entertainment. It's kind of different to the way things used to be. I just like sitting around the table, and I think that's what eating's about. I don't think it's about anything else. I think it's about sitting together with whoever you want to be with, um, small groups or big groups, and it food evokes conversation. You know, no matter what level you're eating at, and or, or who you're spending time with, and I think that's really interesting. And people are using around. restaurants as a destination now. Yeah, I think They're so. Building their holidays so. around amazing eating experiences. I think so. Yeah, I think the profile of the kind of chef and the cooking thing has, has risen, probably with the help of the TV thing, and people are interested. It's let's sit down and talk about it between us, or let's have our waiters get involved with us, and they can share their experiences. Um, but yeah, that's. It's definitely what it's about for us here. Check out the blog on deliciousmagazine.co.uk for a link to some of those best restaurants on this remarkable stretch of water. It's almost time to announce the winners of the 2017 Delicious Produce Awards, the competition that finds and champions Britain's best produce and producers. I popped into Westminster Catering College to catch up with the judges. Jen Bedlow is the acting food editor at Delicious and in charge of the brigade from the Delicious Food team who are cooking up the produce from the finals. We've got a bit of a military operation going on in the kitchen, um, making sure everything tastes just as it's supposed to taste. Um, the producers have all worked very hard on these products and getting them to us, um, so we've got to do them fair. What have you got here, Lossie? We have got some rapeseed oil from Hill Farm. With, we're just trying that with some sourdough. And then we've got the Isle of Wight tomatoes, which is really nice. And then mini cucumbers, which are just sliced up, ready to try as they are. Um, and then I think that's it from this group. Is it, oh no, we've got the sunflower um, sprouts, which we need to go and get because <laughs> they're still in the fridge. <laughs> I chatted with some of the judges as they tasted, argued, scribbled, and tasted again. Andy Oliver, Matthew Fort, and John Farrand, and Aggie McKenzie. Aggie, you're covering your writing with your hand. Are you just is it taking it back to school and writing secrets? You know. <laughs> it was a deep, rich, incredible gold. I mean, just you just fell into it, just visually. It's not been too finely or too coarsely ground, beautifully. There's maybe a touch of salt too much, but lovely pepperiness and a really beautiful thing to eat. You can just see it on that back with a little bit of brown sauce, first thing in the morning, absolutely just a perfect start to the day. Awards generally are much maligned or oft maligned by people, um, but they hold an important part in the development of small food producers. Um, perhaps more importantly, they give a genuine steer to food-loving consumers. Let's face it, the, the shelves in any deli, farm shop, supermarket are crowded, and awards like this just give the punter a bit of a steer on what to buy because people like us have sat around the table and bothered to, to critique them properly. Susan Lowe is deputy editor of Delicious magazine and told me what's different about these awards. We're, we're really after a very, very rounded story. Yes, things are important, how they taste, what you get on your plate and what it tastes like, obviously, is hugely important. But it's also about telling the story of 
what happens in the UK, how people got where they are, why people are doing what they're doing, trying to get to the root of their passion, how they got from the root of their passion to getting that to what we're tasting on the plate. And for me, finding out from them why they do what they do is the most fascinating part. Obviously, I love eating the food and tasting it too, but really how they got there and the amount of work that they put into doing what they do and the joy that they get from making great tasting food that we can all taste and appreciate is, is really what these awards are all about. And you can meet the winners and hear much more about the awards in an October special. Make sure you subscribe to the Delicious Podcast on iTunes, Acast or your podcast app so you don't miss it. And Delicious is also supporting the Sustainable Restaurant Association by encouraging voting for the people's favourite category on our website. I caught up with the association's Tom Tanner to find out what he's looking for in the top five. So there were 500 nominations from a period that stretched across the whole of June and then through August people are going to have to vote from a short list of five restaurants. These are restaurants that not only serve food that tastes good, but also does good. So these are restaurants that are producing food that's good in every way. That means it's sourced well, the environmental impact is low across the whole of the restaurant, so they're, they're not creating loads of food waste, they're being efficient about their energy, they treat their staff well. That's the idea, that these restaurants are good in every way, creating delicious food that makes you feel good about yourself and about the restaurant when you leave. So when you go and eat somewhere, the most important thing really is that the food is delicious, and, that, and so the food should speak for itself. And you kind of want it to be there going on in the background, all the good stuff, but you don't necessarily also want it rammed down your throat. You don't want to be preached to, but you want the information to be available if you want it. So if you call the waiter over and say, by the way, this fish, you know, can you tell me, is that sustainable? And if they can tell you, yeah, it's caught here or there using this method, that's fantastic and that can reassure you. Likewise, if, you, you know, if, you're, if you're very um, discerning about the kind of meat that you eat, you want to be able to ask the waiter and say, can you tell me, is the chicken free range? And if you feel reassured that that's the case, that's fantastic and you'll, you'll feel a whole lot better about what you're eating and the whole experience of eating in that restaurant. All our member restaurants, we assess on an annual basis and we ask them to complete a really thorough assessment of about 200 questions everything from what they do with their food waste how they treat their staff where they get their food from it's really really thorough assessment of what they do and they they will at the end of that receive either one two or three stars from us a bit like michelin stars one being good two excellent three exceptional for the people's favorite award because we've asked um the public to nominate these restaurants there isn't the same quite the same degree of rigor that's going on here because we're asking for for the public to choose those restaurants that they think and are pretty sure are really good one of the top five restaurants is the gate in islington tom told me why they worked with an autistic charity uh, to um, to understand better the needs of people with autism. So when they go out, going out to eat for someone who's autistic can be a real challenge, whether that's the noise in the restaurant, whether that's because different kinds of food might be challenging, um, talking to a waiter might be an issue for some people. So they, the staff underwent training. Um, the noise in some restaurants can be an issue, so, there's some, so they can place, if they want to, the um, autistic customers in a particular part of the restaurant, which could be a bit quieter. The waiters are set up in, uh, much better to deal with them. They can describe the food in a way that's, um, that, that's really easy to understand and comprehend as well. To vote for the people's favourite, go to deliciousmagazine.co.uk. Thanks for listening to The Delicious Podcast. Please rate and review it via your podcast app and do subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. See you next week.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.